Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And uh, on, on today's show, we're going to talk to Captain Jordan Todd over in Port St. Joe. How you doing, Captain Jordan? Pretty good, man. It's been a, been a pretty good week. Yeah, it's been some good weather, right? Yeah, it's beautiful weather, man. It's been great. So are things clearing up a little bit since it's been, uh, since it hasn't rained for a week or so? A little bit. We're still, I'm starting to see some, uh, some cleaner water throughout the bay, not what it should be or what it normally is, but it's, it's cleaning up. We can yeah. kind of find the spots I need to find a little quicker and, and, uh, it's making it, making it a little better, but the, the fish have certainly been happy. It's, uh, had this little cold front come through and chilled the water down a little bit and cooled the air temperature down and uh, had them fired up man. had them really fired up yeah made it nice for everybody really yes sir it did so what did you get into what 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 brought you the most success uh well a little bit of everything uh trout and redfish was uh really good the trout bite was um typical fall you know catching quality trout and good numbers um Found a couple little schools of reds, you know, and and caught caught some nice ones of those. And then I had uh, a pretty epic day, to say the least, on fall tarpon. Okay, so I knew. So you and I texted back and forth the other day, and you sent me a video. You said you told me I have something epic to tell you about, and you sent me a video. And so yeah. I didn't I didn't poke any further. So I saved it for this. So. Uh, so what? So fall tarpon that doesn't add up to me in uh, the well. Panhandle. So it's it's literally just luck of the draw, right place, right time. There's no skill. There's no predicting it. I've only ever seen it like this one other time. Yeah. In in my guiding career, it was years ago. It's it's the migrating tarpon going back south. Okay. Or, or going back to their winter residence, which some of them will stay here, swim up the river to the springs. Um, most of them keep swimming on South. Yeah. Um, but it, so I, we're having issues with red tide. Sure. Franklin County's got it bad. Panama city's got it pretty bad. We haven't got it real bad yet it's kind of all around us kind of creeping in a few areas i was gonna say you haven't got it yet that you're surrounded by it we are but for somehow it's it's not quite gotten into our bay um yeah other than a few low concentrations seeing some bait fish die here and there but which is typical this time of year um but it had i think because of that had all of the bait in the surrounding areas pushed into our bay. I'm talking acres and acres of pogies, wow. pilchards everywhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Everything's trying to get away from it. Yeah. And it was one of those things where these these tarpon, <clears throat> these schools of tarpon were migrating through, and I guess they just stopped along in our bay to feed. And when I say thousands, I mean thousands of them. Really? Yes, it was it was two miles long and a half a mile wide you're kidding of tarpon of tarpon 20 feet deep top to bottom oh my gosh and we just happened to be running from spot to spot and i saw some some what you know water get busted and i was like man that looked 
that didn't look like a dolphin. That was weird. So I kind of slowed <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, it's like, that was big. What the hell was yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> so I kind of slowed down and looked, and then I started seeing them roll. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, so now, I eased in there. I eased up to them, and it was just as far as you could see, tarpon rolling and busting and jumping. and They were feeding. That's crazy. So let's let's step into uh, the marine biology world and, and talk about this for a minute. Because I'll be honest, I my thought was that tarpon obviously migrate up our coast and mm -hmm. then go to the mouth of the Mississippi somewhere, probably, <clears throat> excuse me, somewhere, I guess once they pass, yeah, maybe uh, Mississippi, Louisiana area, they head out and they go somewhere in the Gulf, somewhere they all congregate, spawn, do their thing. And then I, I thought they would get in a big school like that and go you know, in the blue water, somewhere deep, something like that, where it's really not any kind of fishery, and then head back to wherever they're headed, south, wherever they peel off at. Do they come in? Th I mean, first of all, how accurate was that? Am I completely off with what? No, no, you're you're pretty much on point. Um, and, and a lot of them do. I'm I'm, I'm assume they have some tags on some that show them yeah. swimming right through the middle of the Gulf, you know, and heading south that way. Um, but they kind of ride the currents. So, you know, it's kind of like a, the triple tail migrate South that you get these, these Northern winds and these currents that are pushing offshore this time of year. Yeah. Um, and so they just kind of ride that and they're just riding that South, yeah. um, you know, so, and the number of tarpon that migrate up here is in the tens of thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's tons. So, it's tons. So let so, me ask you then in, before you keep going, the, is there a current that runs south from the middle of the Gulf? I mean, just generally, or, or no, is it, not, I mean, how, how no, do they, the, I guess what I'm, the, the big current, you know, rides upwards into, into the Gulf, um, along the coastline, but these, you get these these northern currents, these northern winds that you know these big fronts that come through and temperature changes that they kind of ride that 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 kind of will have a southerly flow to it. Right. So I just I guess I was asking just well I know that you would know and then I was thinking okay well could the logic be if you know they migrate up the coast because that gets them where they got to go but they can also feed and and kind of nutritionally you know, uptake all this, all these nutrients and stuff leading, mm -hmm. leading up to the spawn and then spawn. And then now they're, they kind of get the cruise control it back to wherever they're going. And everybody, yeah, but they, like, so they, they have to feed along the way back home because it's thousands of miles that they swim. That's true. So they have to have energy and they just used a ton of energy to spawn. And the, you know, most of them lose half, you know, not half, but a third of their body weight. Yeah when they spawn so they have to replenish that so most of them in my theory is is they they're migrating along the coast maybe not right up against the beaches and on the sandbars right like they do coming up here because their main objective coming up here is to find other tarpon right it's easier to find other fish like you when it's 10 feet deep or five feet deep other than 50 or hundred feet deep. Right. That's true. So instincts tell them to head inward to the beaches where it's shallower. There's a corridor that travels right along the coast that they can find each other, school up, yeah. like, you know, keep swimming together to their spawning grounds, do their little dance. And then they break apart and they're kind of 
free to do what they want after that. You know, they just need to get back south to where right. they winter and they've got a feed along the way. So what better to do in the fall when tons of the bait are out on the beaches because of the cooling temperatures. Right. So they migrate similar along the same corridor, maybe not on, you know, on the bar, but right. near it. And, you know, I've seen giant schools of tarpon swimming down the beach in the fall that don't eat a lick. You could literally throw everything in the sun at them and they're not feeding. It's just if you happen to be in the right place at the right time when they decide to feed, they're going to feed very just frantic, crazy for a short period of time. And then they, they vanish. Yeah. And they keep going. Yeah, so this was just one of those times where we happened to be in the right place. I had the wrong customers on the boat. Ah, well, you know, it, that and look, that goes a long way because there's not many right people to be on the on that boat to deal with the tarpon. You no, know I mean? but I had I had a you know, I had a grandfather, a son and two grandsons. So the son was roughly my age, a little older. Grandfather was like I I can't catch one of those and the two little boys were six and eight you uh, know so they weren't gonna fight one so uh andy the guy i've known him almost my whole life he's like I'd, I'd love to try to catch one yeah and i was like all right so i had one tarpon rod on the boat or had it rigged up for jacks but right so I switched over he's like what do i do i said dude just throw in the middle of them and his first cast boom got eaten he got one jump i said all right you got a bow remember to bow when you when they come up so his very next cast hooked up again, got two jumps out of that fish, broke off. I tied another swim bait on, gave it to him. Third cast, didn't get a bite. Fourth cast, got a bite. Fought that fish for 30 minutes, uh, spit it right at the boat. Wow. Made a fifth cast, got a bite, got two jumps, broke us off. Sixth cast, Hooked another one, fought it for almost an hour, leader touch, and popped it right at the boat, and it swam away. So in six wow. casts, he hooked five fish. <clears throat> That's unreal. Yep, it was unreal. And he was like, you know, they were still going crazy, and he's like, all right, I'm tired, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm good. And the two little boys were like, yeah, we want to go catch something. Else. So I was like, man, this is hard to leave, but, you yeah. know, I got to make my people happy. So we left, and – Went and did our thing, trout and redfish, caught a few of them. The very next day, I had two gentlemen who were younger guys and throwing artificials, and I told them, I said, hey, there's a chance these fish might still be here. I, I don't know. And sure enough, I you know I, I made sure I checked the tide of when they were feeding, and I checked, waited till we waited till that tide switched, and sure enough, they were in the same place. Really? Yep. And we hooked 13 in less than two hours. Wow. I had one guy hook three in one cast. Golly. He threw it, got a bite, fish jump, spit it immediately. He was reeling it in. He made a long cast. He was reeling it in to cast again. Another one ate it. Got two jumps out of it. It spit it. He kept reeling it in. And another one bit it right at the boat and broke us off. Wow. They got their money's worth, didn't they? They did. And we, yeah, and we, we, we caught two, but it was, that was the day they fed like crazy. 
and they've been gone ever since wow. they vanished. It, they literally, we were here at the right time. They stopped to feed on all that bait. Yep. And then they vanished. They took off. Well, and I mean, so, really, you know, from, from where you are, I mean, Homosassa, Tampa, once they get to like the Tampa area or, or maybe a little bit further South than Homosassa, it's warm enough. Homosassa is yeah. warm enough, really. Oh yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty close to, to being, I'd say what halfway for some of them more than halfway. Uh, I'm not sure. You know I mean? They go down to Cuba, they go to Mexico. Uh, yeah, they go all the over the place. I mean, they, they go way South, man. They, they swim thousands of miles. I guess I'm <laughs> like an idiot. I'm keeping the, the U S borders <laughs> kind of framing the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Nope. They um, keep going. You know, well, a lot of them, a lot of them do winter in the springs down around Homosassa and, and Crystal River. They swim up those springs. They you know yeah. resident tarpon, just like we have a few yeah. that, that swim up the rivers and stuff here. But Well, and um, I guess that's what I'm thinking about. They ha- they just have more resident tarpon. I think yeah, that's really all it's, it is. It's, it's not yeah, really – It's a you can catch them, but it's not something that they really actively fish for except for during the same migration. Really? Yeah. I mean, people probably try to fish for them, but it's not like the keys, you know? Yeah. But they don't, they don't eat much in the winter because they're, they have slow metabolism anyway. So yeah, they, you know, they, they've eaten the whole way down there. And so when they get to where they get, they kind of slow down so they can, you know, make it through the winter. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, man. They're, they're a very interesting fish. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was, it was pretty epic, man. And it, it uh really had me fired up. It was a great way to kind of bring a a a tough summer and season kind of have a nice little you know I guess gold star or or right you know whatever you want to call it yep. at the end of the season to kind of wrap up how you know I wouldn't say it was a bad season. We had great moments. It was unbelievable fishing at times it was but it was just a grind with weather and conditions and yeah just not what you know our fishery typically is yeah um so it was a kind of a nice little nice little way to just say all right it's it's still a best job to ever have there's still amazing things that can happen right so yeah, yeah sometimes was, you, was, you have fun. to you have to be reminded of that man you know, and, and we all do even a fishing guide. And, and that's what's, uh, that's what we, us, uh, regular folks, you know, that, that don't guide full time. Um, we have to remember that, you know, for, for, a, there's a lot of days for you guys. It's a day at work. You know what I mean? It, it's not necessarily something you look forward to, um, as much as your clients might, you know? Oh yeah. And, yep. and we, it's, and it's, you know, there's people that are that dig ditches. You know what I mean? That are thinking, "What this guy gets to go fishing, make a living? That's crazy." But believe me, everything has its uh, has has its days. You know, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it's been. It's been. I mean, I love it every day, but this year kind of seemed like work some days, just because dealing with the the weather and conditions. But it right. was. Uh, it's still getting up every morning, knowing that. I get to go be where I love to be and do what I love to do is it's, it's a, all the motivation I need. Well, there's a lot to be said for that man. And, and a lot of people aren't that lucky. Most people aren't that lucky. So that in uh-huh. itself, you know, it's, it's a good thing that you realize it. Um, cause a lot of people don't, you know, 
Oh. Yes, sir. And it's and you know it's cool that you're bringing this up because I just it just hit me as we were talking and I started thinking about the date. I think next week is going to be probably our last podcast, at least with regularity of the season. Um, and last year, I, I haven't really talked to any of you guys about it, but last year, the way we did it, we kind of did like a finale type episode um, with each one of you and kind of recapped some of the things that happened. I mean, you know, like the, the last year, we talked about some of the, the more monumental type things that took place. Um, uh-huh. I, some of the things I remember, some of the things you remember. Um, and we just kind of recap it and, you know, I don't know, kind of wrap it up for, for this yes, year. Sir. So it's funny that you had, I know at least one of the things that would be epic as part of that conversation just happened. <laughs> so, yes, sir. you know, I mean, last year, um, I think it was either a lot, it might've been Lionel or Justin. They both might've done it hooked up on a sailfish, you know, just stuff that doesn't happen. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a day I remember for a long, long time. And, yeah. and be looking forward to the next time it could happen. Yeah, no kidding. And it's funny though, because I've I've never heard of a fall tarpon fishery, and, and it's it sounds like it's not because they're missing; they just aren't feeding. So what's, yeah, and what's it's, the it's point? not. There's really not a fishery. Yeah, um, you can talk to all the guides. I mean, there's really not a fishery. You see them, um, and there's times where they, you know, you may see them rolling, and you may hook one. But it's it's you can't say, hey guys, y'all want to target tarpon? We're gonna go tarpon fishing because you're gonna burn an entire tank of gas. Yep. And you may never even see one. Yep. Or you, you may know, see a thousand and not be able to feed them. Yeah. It, it know, just so. it, there is there, you know I wouldn't say there's a fishery for it. It's just literally like it was us, right place, the right time. Yeah. We we caught a break and it was an epic break. But it's not like I can, you know. I told my clients the next day. I said, look, we're gonna go look at. When the tide switches at this time, we're going to go look for five minutes. If we don't see anything, we're going right back to doing, you know, trout and redfish. We're not spending, we're not wasting time looking for it because they're either going to be there or they're not. Right. And if they're in there in numbers like that, you ain't going to miss them. No, you're not. So they just happened in the very next day. I, you know, waited till the tide and rode back out there and looked and. Well, and you know, that that's an important lesson that I'm guilty. I mean, a lot of times it's because I'm not fishing day after day after day, like you guys are, but I don't Mm -hmm. pay as much attention to, oh, I got that bite at the, you know, when the tide was here at this spot and it really matters a lot. I mean, it it, it does for certain fish. Absolutely. Well, I mean, let's say sight fish and redfish, they're on that flat at that time feeding, doing whatever they're doing. And, and it's for a reason. It's not, they just happen to wander up there, you know? Yep. That's that's worth documenting, and I never do it. It's yeah, just it, kind of a lesson that I need to hear anyway. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, what helped me or what kind of geared me into paying attention to that was tournament fishing for redfish. Yeah, that'll do so it. So trying to find a school uh, you know, of redfish and finding them and, and when they're biting and where they're at at what time because come tournament day, we can't waste time looking. We got to kind of know, all right, we're going to be fishing this spot for this school or these fish at this time. Yeah. And as soon as the tide switches and these fish where we, where we caught these fish the other day, we need to be there yep. trying to catch those, you know, and it, it kind of really got me to focus on where they want to be at what, and what the water's movement is falling, rising slack, right. you know, that way we can't waste time because we're already making, you know, an hour, two hour run to a spot yeah like you got to kind of narrow that down and that that really 
you know, challenged me. So I paid attention to it while tournament fishing and it helped me a lot yeah. in the guiding world. Kind of, okay, we got on this bike with these trout at, oh, look, it's an hour past the fall, you know, when fall started. Yeah. So the water was at this level. They bit right here. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, I'm not going to come here and waste 30 minutes waiting on it. We're going to fish other stuff. It's all right. We need to be at this spot right now. And yeah. we get there and, and, you know, 75% of the time it pans out. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, you forget, I forget anyway. Um, and I think a lot of people do that inshore specifically, it's one of the biggest factors that come into play, whether or not you have a big day or not such a big day. Yes, sir. Um, and, and I don't pay enough attention to it. Uh, it's kind of silly, really, when you think about it. I mean, it's probably more important than the type of bait you're using or anything else. Because I mean, if they're not it, feeding, then it, what's a you know doesn't matter. Yep, it can be very much, you know, and um, you know, and I get it for like you and uh, you know guys that fish on the weekends. You don't care what it's doing. You just you're going to be out there anyway, right? Don't matter. Fishing, yeah, yeah you're going to be fishing anyway. You know, me, I'm as a guide you know, I've got four hours of these people's time. I've got to try to make that four hours the best I can in that short window Yeah, with the conditions I'm going to have. So it's, it, yeah. you know, we, you kind of got to narrow things down a little bit just, just to save time. But if I was just fishing on my own, yeah, you know, going out there, Hey, I'm going to fish daylight to dark. I'm just going to go fishing, you right. know, but if I, me being a guide, if I do come across something awesome while I'm just fishing for fun, then I look at it. Oh, Todd's doing this. These fish are here. All right. Maybe tomorrow on my trip, I'll come check it out. Yeah. Yeah. See, I even, I mean, what I'd like to know is, you know, the best tide to fish certain flats and just that kind of general knowledge, but you only get that if you start to sort of not necessarily log it down, but you know, start to remember it or somehow put it all together or else you're never going to get there just because even on, even in just one day out of a weekend, you know, oh, if, yeah. if you're oh, at the yeah. wrong, the, the wrong flat at the wrong time or whatever, like that's, I mean, it's yes, not sir. Well, there's, a, there's, you know, that's a great example. Like our bay, you know, we have flats that are out in the middle that are completely surrounded by deep water mm -hmm. and then it comes up, you know, on a little hump to a grass flat. Well, on any certain tide or wind, all your fish may be huddled up on one side of it. So you may drift all the way across the flat on one side and not get a bite. Yeah. Well, if you didn't pay attention to the water movement, well, they all may have shifted over to the far side, you know, down current or up current, whatever. And you just literally missed all of them. All you had to be was, you know, a hundred yards over to your right and drift and they're all sitting over there. Yep. And so, you know, little, little things like that about where the water's pushing, how's it moving, you know, where's it got the bait going, you know, where fish like to kind of set up and, and feed. Right. That can always, that can always increase your bites. If you just take a little bit of time to pay attention to those things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all, man. That's, it all plays into it. <clears throat> and, and it's more important than I think we as fishermen realize, you know, we know it matters, but. I think it matters more than, than I realize anyway. Well, when you got, you know, when, we're, when you got to do it 250 days a year, you know, you, you got plenty of time to kind of hone in on that. Right. I was gonna, that you you run stuff. out of stuff to think about. You start to dive into the details of what's happening. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's tons of times where I've been out there and I'm like, well, you know, we caught these fish right here, you know, the other day, 
well, that was a rising tide. Let me just move over here on this fall or whatever. And let's hit this edge and boom, you know, well, they're yeah. setting up on that edge and everything's falling off or vice versa. You know, it's like, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I got lucky there, but yeah, it was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Calling the audibles, man. That's what you do. That's what most captains do every day. <laughs> yeah, that's what your, that's your, that's what your job is is calling the audibles, man. Yes, sir. And, and hey, you had a good one the other day with those tarpon. That's crazy. Oh, uh, that I don't know if that was an audible. That was a hail mary that, <laughs> that literally tipped everybody's hands and fell right into my lap in the end zone, and just yeah, oh, that was you couldn't ask for a better day. And <laughs> and I had I had some very influential people on the boat that after that they kind of. It's like, man, you know what you're doing, you know, and yeah, <laughs> and uh, kind of listen to me and and may help out on some situations and some problems we're having around here. So, well, hey, that's uh, always a good thing. It, it was very, it, it all worked out how it was supposed to work out. And I was very grateful for it. it yeah, was a wonderful day. Yeah, well, good for you, man. That's awesome to hear, and I'm glad we get to hear about it because you know it's it's nice to know that. Uh, even like you, you summed it up well. I mean, even with the the funny weather and all the obstacles that Mother Nature brought to us this summer, um, that's a that's a nice way to to kind of cap it off for sure. Yes, sir. It kind of rejuvenated me for the fall and winter to keep keep going. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. Sometimes it's things like that. It's all you need, you know. Oh yeah. Well, Jordan, buddy, I, I really appreciate you talking with us, telling us about all that. Uh, and and golly, I'm jealous, man. Cause I thought, oh, your tarpon's done. You've missed it. It's it's over. Wait, you know, wait till next year. And I hear <laughs> well, that, I and could, I'm like, oh, I could tell God. you to come down. You know, come down next year for the whole week of this week of October or whatever, and we probably won't see a single one. Never even it's, see one. There yeah. is no way. There's no rhyme or reason or pattern. It just it just happened the way it happened. Yep. Well, sometimes that's the best way, man. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you, buddy, and uh, and we'll do it again next week. And look, I want you to be thinking. Um, I think I know one of the things on the list, but just some of the things <laughs> that have happened. I can think of several that I just off the top of my head. So we'll talk about that stuff and kind of wrap this all up, man. And uh, I don't know, talk about maybe what we what we do next year. So anyway, um, thank you guys for listening, Jordan. Thank you for uh, for spending some time with us, and we'll do it again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. 